can I ask you kung kamusta na kayo? Uh, meaning, um, pagod ka ba? You know, when, when I say pagod, I do not mean physically. Kasi sa dami ng nangyayari sa buhay natin ngayon, most of us are tired physically. Pero si June Ray, maski anong pagod niya, makang hindi siya tired physically, excited siya masyado. Hindi ko alam bakit, no? You know, by, when I ask, pagod ba kayo? I mean, are you tired spiritually or are you drained emotionally? You know, if you are, sabi ni Jesus sa Matthew 11, you should go to Him because He can give you rest. Pero may tanong ako. We always hear that, di ba? If you're tired, you go to Jesus and He will give you rest. So, ang tanong ko, lahat ba ng taong pumunta kay Jesus, maski Kristiyano, are finding rest? You know, minsan, no, I look around, whether you're Christian or not, people are tired, depressed, or just lost. Do you know that every 40 minutes, there is someone committing suicide somewhere around the world? This is information that came out of a study ng World Health Organization. In their research, sabi doon, suicide is the highest in the age between 20 to 30. Pagkatapos, it is higher, the incident is higher among the gays and lesbian. And then, meron mga farmers na nagpapakamatay as they lose their land when they could not pay for their loans. Marami rin nagpapakamatay na entrepreneurs as they lost their savings when their business fails. Because of this, people would now conclude that this world is really evil. And because of this, this is why people need Jesus so that Jesus can save us from the world and bring us to heaven when we die. Pero ang tanong ko, is this the kind of rest Jesus promised? Now we will only be re- we will only rest when we go to heaven after we die. Alam mo, if this is the rest that God promised, then ako, I wish I would die. Or mamaya, commit suicide. Diba? Para I'll go to heaven faster. Kasi yun ang sabi, you can only find rest when you go to heaven. Kasi ang tanong ko, for the meantime na hindi ka papatay, what will we do here on earth? If this world is really evil, then nakakapagod talaga to survive the wickedness around us. Pero alam nyo, for a long time now, I've been asking myself or asking God, is this world really evil? Kasi the Bible says that God created it and He owns everything in it. So, ang tanong ko, how can something God owns be evil? You know, this morning, I would like to share with you something important that I learned sa Matthew 11:21, When Jesus said, Come to me, all you are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Ang hope ko, I can help you find rest even as you wait for Jesus to return and bring us to heaven. Let's pray first. Heavenly Father, we'd like to thank you for the opportunity to worship. And sa pag-worship namin, Lord, sa pagsimba namin, I pray that you would minister to all of us. Lord, kabalukod, dagan sa among kapoy. Lord, it's okay to be tired physically. But some people are tired emotionally, drained because of the trials around us. Lord, will you minister to us and will you give us the opportunity, Lord, to understand what, what you are doing? And my prayer, Lord, is no one will go home without feeling refreshed, without being blessed by your presence. So, Lord, will you speak to all of us? Ako, Lord, you just use, please use me just as a medium for you to share your message. We are grateful, Lord, for all of these things. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Now, may tanong ako sa inyo. Why do you think people today are weary and heavy laden? What do you think is the source of their depression? You know, minsan I often hear people say, ayoko na. Pagod na pagod na talaga ako. Have you heard of them? Have you heard people say that? You know, we hear that from farmers. The, the people who are feeding us. Ang tanong ko, why would they commit suicide when the world needs them more today than ever? And then the entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs are supposed to make this world a better place. So why would they take their lives when there are so much things to do? And then merong gays and lesbian, di ba? These people just want to express themselves. And sabi ng mundo that you should be free to be who you want to be. Pero ang tanong ko, bakit nung lumantad sila, lalo silang nalungkot, and then mamaya, because nalungkot sila, nagpakamatay sila. And then there are the 20 to 30 years old who, who took their lives at the height of their dynamism. Why would these people take their lives? Alam mo, as I was thinking about this, trying to analyze it, napagod ako. Napagod ako kasi talagang nakakalungkot yung nangyayari. Pero ang tanong ko, why do this happen? Let me share with you my opinion. The farmers were told that they can become richer faster if they adopt new technology and buy machines. However, this would require them to borrow money. When you borrow money, ano ang kapalit nung, nung hinira mo, kailangan ka magbigay ng collateral. However, nobody taught the farmers to become business people. So, nung hindi nila na-handle yung negosyo nila, hindi sila nakabayad, nawala yung lupa nila, nawalan sila nagpag-asa, nagpakamatay sila. The entrepreneurs naman, and all entrepreneurs, when they start, they, they vow to change the world by creating solutions that sometimes do not suit their, the situation. Minsan pa, their ideas are too advanced for their time. Like for example, recently, I don't know if you've heard of this concept, Bitcoin. Maraming yumaman. Maraming humirap. Why? Because it's supposed to be a driver of change. Pero, maraming humirap. So, nung, merong, merong konting kwento na yumaman, maraming kwento na humirap. Yung humirap, nawala lahat, nagpakamatay. And then there's a person who wakes up one day and realizes that he or she does not like who she is or kung meron siya. So he decides to change her sexuality and spend a lot of money not trying to just change his, how, how he looks. And yet the world who told him, okay lang yan, is the very world who's rejecting him. Diba? Totoo, marami nagsasabi, let's accept it, but that's a very small major, minority. Karamihan pa rin, hindi sila matanggap. So, nung hindi sila matanggap, they decided to take their lives. The millennials, why do they kill themselves? You know, the millennials want to decide, diba? Sabi nila, they'd like to decide their destiny. And they do not want anyone to tell them what they can or do not, cannot do. So, gusto nila na yung magulang nila would fund their dreams. Diba? Nung minsan, magulang nila could not fund their dreams because it's just too expensive na-frustrate sila nung hindi nag-materialize yung dream nila, sinisi nila lahat ng tao, mamaya nagpakamatay din sila. You know, as these things, all these things are reasons why the church 
feels the urgency to share the gospel. Diba? Today, there's so much urgency. Sabihin na, bilisan nyo. Because more and more people are committing suicide and more, more and more people are frustrated. So, they believe that it is necessary for people to come to Jesus to end their miseries. Pero, ang tanong ko, lahat ba ng naging Kristiyano found rest in Christ? Anong totoo? Ang totoo, hindi. You know, last Monday, when I was invited to talk sa employees convention ng Stronghold, it's an insurance company, at the end of my talk, there was this person who came to me to thank me. And then sabi niya sa akin, na, na he was one of the pastors who attended our leadership development training many years ago. Then naalala ko siya. He was the leader of this pastor group na umaway sa amin. Inaway kami. There was this group na inaaway kami parate. And they would argue with us because they could not accept my teaching when I said, God does not want anyone to be poor. And sabi niya, it is blessed to be poor. In fact, he showed me a verse in the Bible about be people who are who were really, really poor. And so we argued. And then today, he's working for stronghold. Bakit? Because it's not nice to be poor. Eh. Diba? Being a pastor did not give him enough. So, anong ginawa niya? Nagtrabaho siya. So that he will not be poor. You know, ako, I have seen ministers, missionaries who are living depressed lives. Bakit? Because their work is very challenging. The support is very uncertain and the people they serve are very ungrateful. Tama ba yung Pastor L? No, they're very, very ungrateful. And because they find life here on earth difficult, they tell others to accept Christ, to accept the gospel, and join them as they wait for Jesus to return to save them. Para pagdating sa langit, they can find rest. Lungkot, no? Bakit malungkot? Kasi ibig sabihin, for the meantime, we will just be tired trying to survive. So, ang tanong ko ulit, why are people weary and heavy laden? You know, I, ako, I realized the reason is found in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, and the answer to the rest that we are looking for are found on those verses. Can you turn there? Matthew 11, 28 hanggang 30. Matthew 11, 28, sabi dyan, no? Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 29 says, Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You know ang yoke? Okay, ano siya tawag sa ato anak ko? Yugo, no? Sa kanila, ang yoke sa kanila binds two bulls. Sa atin, isa lang. But in their, but in their, in their, in their, in their, in their, in their culture, a yoke binds two bulls while they plow side by side. So, kaya when sabi sa atin, two people are, are, are yoked together, it means they're supposed to go through life side by side, together, towards the same direction and at the same pace. When Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, you know, He's actually saying, I am willing to walk with you and teach you my ways. You know, isn't that amazing? No, amazing yan, di ba? Imagine the master of the universe, 
the creator of all things, is telling us, I am willing to walk with you. But to find rest, to find the rest that Jesus offers, I realize that there are two things we need to remember about what he said in Matthew 11. Ako, belief ko, kailangan natin maintindihan. One, sabi niya, take my yoke. Meaning, kanya yon. And then he also said that his yoke is easy. Let me explain what this means. First, let me explain anong ibig sabihin ng take my yoke. While Jesus is willing, while Jesus said he is willing to walk with us, he will only do so if we take on his yoke. Ano ibig sabihin yan? Ibig sabihin, iniimbita niya tayo sumama sa kanya. I realize one of the reasons why many people get weary is because they want the freedom to decide where they're going or their future. They want to make their own dreams based on their personal passion. And we often hear this ngayon, passion. And then they ask God, Lord, will you bless me? And sometimes pa, they force God to join them. Diba sabi nila, Lord, ito gusto ko sa buhay ko. Pwede ba samahan mo ko? Pwede ba i-bless mo ko? In Matthew 11, sabi ni God, sama ka sa akin. Wala namang siyang sinabi, sama ako sa iyo. In the idea of plowing, it is the bigger bull who decides where the two cows are going. Why? Because the yoke belongs to the bigger cow. Intindihan mo niyo ako? Sabi ni Jesus, take my yoke. It belongs to him. Sabi niya, sama ka sa akin. Hindi niya masinabi, kumuha ka ng yoke, sasama ako sa iyo. If the younger bull insists on his way, masasaktan siya. Bakit? Because the other bull is too big. Pag pumilit siya sa paraan niya, masasaktan lang siya because the bigger bull will not change his path. The younger bull will have to change. However, minsan, di ba, merong mga cows na makulit talaga, matigas ang ulo. So if you're a farmer, what will you do? You just replace the other bull, the other cow, di ba? You replace him with someone who will follow the bigger bull. And maraming tao ganun, they insist on doing things their way. Let me ask you a question. What do you think God will do if you insist on going your own path and doing your own way? What will God do? Remember the prodigal son? Diba, he came to his father, sabi niya, I want my inheritance, and then he left. What did the father do? Pinabayaan siya. Gusto mo yun eh. You know, I realize God will not even prevent you from going your own path. You know, ako, when, 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 we, when, we, when I teach people certain things about God, I hear people say, ah, hindi pwede yan, Dong. Hindi pwede yan, Lord, that's very impractical. So they would insist on doing things their way, and yet when they fail, they ask God, bakit mo ako pinabayaan? Bakit sila pinabayaan ni God? Kasi gusto nila eh. You know, this is really something I appreciate about God. God's very gentle. He will not, he will not uh, impose Himself on you. Kung ayaw mo, papabayaan ka niya. However, He will also allow you to experience the foolishness of your race. Do you know what Jeremiah 29.11 said? You know, many, most of us know this, di ba? Sabi ng Jeremiah 10.11, For I know the plan I have for you. Plans for welfare and not for calamity. To give you a future 
and a hope. God has a plan for each of you. And it is a plan that will give you a good future. However, I need you to take cert uh, to make careful note of what he said. Sabi niya, I know the plans I have for you. Kanino yung plano? Kanya. Hindi mo naman plano eh. And ito parati pinasabi ng tao, Lord, ito plano ko ha. Lord, will you bless me? Will you join me? Will you provide for my needs? You know, sometimes we ask God, why did you not provide? Kasi hindi niya plano eh. Yung plano niya sigurado na mas magsasaksid kasi He will make sure you have everything you need to, to, to make it work. Ano role mo? Ang role mo, tanggapin yung plano niya and gawin yung gusto niya. Pero the world will tell you, di ba? Pursue your dreams and do not let anyone tell you what to do. Not even God. You know, there was this pastor. I did not know the pastor, but we had this we had this pastor who attended our training many years ago. And he was telling me of a, a friend pastor. Sabi niya, yung friend pastor niya pumunta sa Japan because he feels that that is where the gospel should be shared. So anyway, yung pastor na yon was did not have money to, to get a visa so, nag-TNT siya sa Japan. And he really feels it is what it is something God wants him to do. Pero itong pastor na to, sinulatan siya, yung nag-train sa amin, sabi sa kanya, Pare, Brad, ikaw na bahala sa pamilya ko. Kasi andito ako doing the work of the Lord. Okay ba yun? Is that the way of the Lord? One TNT siya. If that is what God wants him to do, then dapat hindi siya TNT. Second, dapat kasama pamilya niya. Why would he leave his family to someone else? And Bible said, if you are not able to feed your family, you are worse than an unbeliever. Okay? Can you imagine? And many of us, we decide what we think is good for the Lord. Hindi man lang natin tinanong sa kanya kung ano gusto niya. So if you insist on your plan, God will let you be. But like the prodigal son, your plans and your ways will always lead to calamity. Diba? Marami na tao dito sa Similia, we tell them, do not go, it is not time yet. They insist on leaving. And then, mamaya, they experience calamity because they did not consider what God wanted them to do. And so, I believe this is one reason why people are weary and heavy laden. Kasi I realize life is very difficult to live. Unless you have the grace of the Lord, talagang mapapagod ka. Take the farmer, for example, who lost their land. Or take the businessman who lost their savings. Bakit nawala? Kasi today, most of the time, the reason why people fail is because nagmamadali silang yumaman. They did not consider what God said in Proverbs 23, verses 4 to 5. Can you go there? Proverbs 23, verses 4 to 5. Sabi ng Proverbs 23, Do not weary yourself to gain wealth. Cease from your consideration of it. When you set your eyes on it, it is gone. For wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies towards the heaven. 
You know, many farmers and businessmen today are taught that money is the most critical component of business. And so, tinuturo sa atin, the more you have it, the more, the bigger the chances you will have in becoming rich faster. You know, most of the people who come to Similia, you know, meron, si, yung may pumunta dito recently, they were told by, by their friends and family, pumunta ka na sa Similia as they were struggling in their business. Ayaw nila dumating. So, dumating sila. Kailan sila dumating? Nung na-bankrupt na, there were two guys here. So, sabi ko, bakit ka na-bankrupt? Kasi ubutan ako ng mabilis eh. Tapos, binilisan ko eh. Nawala. Hindi sila nakinig kay God eh. They think they're so good that they would not consider the ways of the Lord. However, I learned in business that money is just a tool. Anong tool? It will not decide the success of a business. Kasi pag wala kang abilidad, walang silbi ang pera. Pero anong abilidad? This is another concept of the world. If you go to school and acquire knowledge, you will succeed. Is that true? Lahat ba ng business management graduate nag-succeed? Hindi. Bakit? Kasi knowledge will not make you succeed. Abilities will. Ano abilities? Ability is a mixture of skill and character. And matagal matutunan yan. Unless you, have, unless you learn over time kung ano ang tama, mawawala ang pera. As I shared the ways of the plant to more business friends, you know, I always tell them, plants can only bear fruit in the proper season. Sabi ko rin sa kanila, business is the same. Business will only profit in the proper time. When you've developed your people, when you build the right infrastructure, However, time is the most important component, not money. Because you cannot buy the values of your people. So one day, this organization that I have been teaching, I, I, when I went to Manila uh, a few weeks ago, I taught them. So lapit sila sa akin, sabi niya, Sir Dong, now we have concluded. Slow is the new fast. Can you imagine? Kasi kunentuhan nila ako eh. Kunentuhan nila ako, binilisan nila, Napagod sila, maraming mali Ngayon, kinokorek nila yung mali nila Kasi binilisan nila So now they've decided In fact, I, uh, one time I talked I, I talk in, their, in their seminar There was this lady was very gangho Sabi niya, ganito, bilisan natin And then when I talk I, When I talk, sabi ko, bagalan ninyo Okay, kasi mapapagod kayo And then I met her again in Cebu Sabi niya, alam mo, Sir Dong, I was so happy When you talk then sabi na din, hindi ko na pala kailangan bilisan. You know, kaya tayo napapagod. We like to change the nature of things eh. Sabi ko sa inyo kanina, if you want to find rest, one, you need to understand that the yoke you need to carry is the Lord's. It is not yours. However, ang tanong, di ba? How will I know kung ano yung yoke na yon? How will I know kung ano yung plano niya para sa akin? The second thing I told you kanina to remember is that his yoke is easy. Now, what does that mean? The Greek word for easy is krestos. C-H-R-E-S-T-O-S. It does not mean comfortable and pleasant. So, hindi yung sinabi na pag sinumunod ka kang Christ, madali buhay mo. Wala siyang sinabing ganun. Kasi easy is different. Easy means superior or best for a particular purpose. 
Ulitin ko ha. Crestos means it is superior or best for a particular purpose. Ang ibig sabihin nito, God make a yoke that is perfectly fitted for you. It is a yoke. If you take on the yoke, oh, if you take on this yoke, it will achieve its purpose. What is God's purpose? For you to have a good future and for you to find rest. Meron siyang binigay and all of us, iba-iba ang yoke natin. Pero yung para sa'yo, it will give you a good future and it will give you rest. To understand what this means, I think we need to understand the circumstances ng Jews nung, nung, nung prinamis ni God yung promise niya sa Jeremiah 29.11. Can you go to Jeremiah 29, chapter 4? To seven. Jeremiah twenty-nine, four to seven. <clears throat> Sabi ng verse four. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them, and plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives and become the father of sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughter to husbands, that they may, that they may bear sons and daughters and multiply there and do not decrease. Seek the welfare of the city that I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for its welfare for in its welfare, you will have welfare. When God told them about His good plan, the Jews, they were inside Babylon in the middle of exile. He told them to live the best life that they can in the city He has placed them in. And sabi pa, give your sons to do, give your give your sons to wife, give your daughters to husband. So, ibig sabihin, magtatagal sila dito. So, ang belief ko, if you want to understand God's purpose or the yoke that He has for you, ang tanong parate is, where are you now? What do you have? And who are you? You know, I always say that every seed has the potential to become a fruitful tree. And inside that small seed is everything the plant needs to become to start life and become fruitful. However, may tanong ako sa Can a mango seed produce apple fruits? Hindi, di ba? You cannot expect an apple fruit from a mango tree. Yung ibig sabihin na to, what you have today is a clue to what God wants you to do. Many Filipinos desire to become Americans. They were not born Americans. Many people would like to go to a different place where even though God has blessed them already where they are. And kaya gumugulo eh. Ako, I always tell trainees namin sa Farm for Profit, dito tawag sa inyo landowner. Sa Manila, tawag sa iyo alila. Sa abroad, tawag sa iyo domestic helper. Kaya sabihin na, never mind, malaki kita. Pero pagbalik, wala pa rin naiwan. 
You know, because I always say that you should start life with what you have. So people often ask me about something Stephen Covey taught. Alam niyo kay Stephen Covey? There's this, he has this book, Seven, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Meron siyang sinabi doon. Sabi niya, begin with the end in mind. So sabi, sabi, sabi nila sa akin, sabi ni Stephen Covey, begin with the end in mind. Sabi, sabi nila sa akin, sayo, start with what you have. So sabi ko sa akin na, I agree with Stephen Covey. However, I feel his principle is incomplete. Kasi even if you begin with the end in mind, you should never forget who you are, what you have, and where you are today. You know, however the world will tell you, you can be anything you want to be. And there is no limit to what you can pursue with passion. Tama ba ito? Ang sagot ko hindi. Bakit? One of the people na I really admire is Nick Vujicic. Vujicic. Okay, whatever. Diba? Itong taong to was born with no hands and no feet. Okay? However, today, he is an author, he's a speaker, he's a swimmer, he's a skateboarder, and a few years ago, he became a husband. And now, he's a father. You know, I cannot imagine paano niya ginagawa, no? but he has done that. Pero ang tanong ko, can he become whoever he wants to be? Can he be a basketball player? Can he be a wrestler? You know, as a swimmer, can he beat Michael Phelps? No. That means, while God has a wonderful plan for him, God's plan was still based on what he has, who he is, and where he's from. You know? Okay? So, hindi natin pwede ambisyonin maski anong bagay. Mas madali mag-ambisyon kung alam mo kung saan ka nanggagaling. But however, people will tell you again, no? That you, that no one should tell you what you can and cannot do. And they would say that you can be whoever you want to be. So, ang ginawa ni Charis, you know Charis? The singer? So, ang ginawa ni Charis, he decided to become a boy. Is that comfortable and pleasant for her? Yes. Is that easy for her? Meaning, will it achieve the good future that God wants to give her? No. When she was Charisse, the cute lady singer, she was, the world adored her. Diba? She had a very promising future. Imagine she would sing side by side with Celine Dion. Ibig sabihin, she has the potential to become like this international singer. However, she decided that she did not like how God created her. So one day, she decided to change her sexual orientation and change her voice. She took hormones to make her voice lower. So, kamusta? Iniimbita pa rin siya? No, people love, love her like Charisse. Not this, not this boy. Was her dream to be a boy comfortable and pleasant? Maybe. But did it give her rest? No. It brought her calamity. So why are people weary and heavy laden? What is the source of their depression? People become weary 
when they reject who they are and what had God, and what God had given them. Let me go back to the people I mentioned, the farmer. The farmer did not like his land. So what did he do? Binenta niya. Kasi feeling niya, hindi siya farmer. He wants to become someone else. So pumunta siya sa syudad. Sa syudad, dito nalaman niya na mahal ka masyado doon. So yung pera na nabenta ng lupa, naubos kaagad. So ano nangyari sa kanya? He became a laborer. Di ba? And then live in the squatter area. Mabuti pa nung farmer siya. May lupa siya. May trabaho siya. Wala siya sa squatter. Pero meron din namang ibang farmer who did not like the land that God gave them. Kasi feeling niya, it, it, the, land limi, the land limits what he can plant. The land could not grow high-value crops like lettuce. So, anong ginawa niya? Bumili siya ng greenhouse, bumili siya ng makina, sinanla niya, lupa niya, eh hindi naman siya marunong ng hydroponics. So, naubos. Di ba? Tapos hindi na nakabayad. Hindi kasi siya nagtanong kay Pastor Sol na pwede ka magtanim ang peche at kangkong, kikita ka rin. Tama ba, Jure? Di ba? He did not accept eh, that, the, that his land is, of course, is there for another purpose. The entrepreneur. Dream of changing the world. So they created solutions that go against the nature of things. Like what, for example? Today, one uh, pinaka-popular na gumawa nito is Monsanto. They've been producing GMO seeds. Has that solved the problem of the, of, of, of the farmers? No. They promised that GMO will produce more. They put more fertilizer. They put more pesticide. Did the land produce more? No. Because the fertilizer continued to kill the soil. And did it, is it good for Monsanto? Today, Monsanto is banned from some countries because of what they've done. So their foolishness have caused them many troubles. And of course, they've troubled many other farmers. I learned that this attitude of trying to change the world is very foolish. Bakit? Because you can never win against nature. You have to work around it, not against it. You know, today recently, no? To those who know, I, I posted something sa Facebook. Nakaproduce kami ng broccoli na free from pesticide. Pesticide-free broccoli. Grabe, no? Do you know our technology? Tawag doon, pisticide. Ano naman? We look at it, papatayin namin yung mga uod, titignan namin, kaya walang chemical. We prevent them from flying. Okay? We prevent them from flying. Every day, we look at them. Pag merong insekto, Among pisliton ang ulod. Di namatay. <laughs> Di ba? And yet, we think of this high technology thing. You know, today, Similia and Moriah are relatively big farms. And yet, we have no technology that we buy. I'm learning today that the goal of the entrepreneur should be to change the world. In, pero dapat hindi yon. Their goal is just to improve their own world. Bakit mo papakalaman yung buong mundo? Hindi mo kaya pakainin sarili mo. Gusto mo pa isolve yung problema ng ibang mundo. 
the gay and lesbian. They do not like the sex that they were born with. So they spend their whole life being someone else. They spend a lot of money modifying their bodies and trying hard to make the world accept them. They did not realize that the world is a cruel master. Anong cruel master? Pag sinunod mo, sabi, ganito, ganito, pwede mong gawin. Pag sinunod mo, sino magpaparusa sa'yo? Siya rin. Did the Christian community really reject the gays? Did Jesus reject the gays? No. Sabi niya, di ba, come. Come to me, I'll give you rest. Di ba? Jesus did not reject the gays. It is the world that they followed. They rejected them. Di ba? Kaya sila nagpakamatay eh. So why are people why are these people weary and heavy laden? It is because they did not accept what God gave them. They spent their lives trying to be someone different, pursuing a dream that is not in line what with with what they have already. So ito sana suggestion ko sa inyong tanan, kung naatay damgo koy, it should always be based on what we have. If we are in the farm, samuraya koy, we improve it. Pagmuda pag ko, all of us will improve with it. But if we make a decision to go somewhere else, and then we forsake what God has given, we are inviting calamity to ourselves. Am I saying na walang nagsasaksi to those who take a lot of risk? No, I'm not saying that. However, the number is too small. And God knows what He wants to give you. When God told the Jews to live inside Babylon, He also gave them a warning. Can you go back to Jeremiah 29? In Jeremiah 29, verse 8, may binigay na warning si God. Sabi niya, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets who are in your midst and, and your diviners deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams which they dream. Sabi niya, huwag ka maniwala, maski prophet pa yan, if they go against whatever God is asking you to do. To stay where you are, to build a family, and then pray for the welfare of the city. So do not believe anyone who tells you that it is better for you to reject the Lord and follow the world. Reject anyone who will tell you to pursue your dreams regardless of what the Lord has already given you. Because if you follow them, you will experience depression and failure. You know, recently si Denise told Pichi and me, na very thankful siya na nakinig siya sa magulang niya. Sabi niya, may wisdom din pala tatay ko. No? Sabi ko sa kanya, it was not mine. And I really believe it was God telling her, this is the path that I want you to take. Was the path good? Was the path, uh, 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 was the path uh, an assurance that she will succeed? No. Because God did not tell her where they're going. However, when she obeyed, God has been taking her to places that we could we did not even plan for her. 
You know, it was the path that the Lord decided, the yoke that will give her a good future. So how should we respond to the invitation of Jesus to take on His yoke? Let me share with you the things that I will that I always bear in mind as my as I take on my own yoke. Can you turn your Bibles to Matthew twenty five? Matthew twenty five verse fourteen hanggang fifteen. Sa Mateo, kapitulo 25, 14 and 15. Sabi For it is just like a man about to go on a journey, who called his own slaves and entrusted his possessions to them. To one, he gave five talents, to another two, to another one each according to his own ability and he went on his journey Bible is telling us that all of us have been given talents according to abilities so dapat ang hope natin dapat pag-grow natin yung ability natin para bigyan niya tayo ng mas maraming talent so I hope those who are still in school those who are still working, ang goal is to be contented with what God has given us. The goal is should be to be faithful with what we have. If we continue to excel and grow in abilities, God will give us more opportunities. And then there's First Thessalonians chapter four. Can you go to First Thessalonians chapter four? So, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 10. Sabi ng 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 10. For indeed you do practice it towards all the brethren who are in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, to excel still more. To make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, attend to your own business, and work with your hands, just as how we commanded you today. So ako, I try to live a quiet life. What, how do I do that? I mind my own business. I work the work that God has given me. And I avoid comparing myself with others. What do I mean? You know, I have this friend. Andito, siya, andito pa siya sa kagayan siya. Pangalan niya si Chef Tony. Ito si Chef Tony. He just loves cars. So pag nag-uusap kami, kwento siya ng kwento ng kotse. Pag nagkukwento siya, gusto ko rin bumili ng kotse. Pero pag wala na siya, tanong ko, ano magagawin ko sa kotse na yan? ba? Kasi I, we don't really travel a lot. You know, may kotse ako na binili in 2012. Ang mileage niya, 40,000. Ngayon, ang mileage niya, 100,000. That means 60,000 in a span of 6 years. So, ano magagawin ko sa maraming kotse? Pero pagkausap ko siya, naiingit ako sa kotse niya. Mabuti na lang, wala siya parate dito. Okay, so that I can mind my own business. Diba? I can focus on the things that I have. And then there is Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Sabi ng Matthew 6, 34. So, so do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. 
So what does that mean? You know, sometimes we become very impatient with God. We ask God, Lord, where are we going? You know, it is not for the young cow to ask. You know, ang dapat lang, mag-enjoy lang siya sa journey niya. Kung saan pumunta yung bull, punta lang siya. So, tanong ko sa inyo, why worry about tomorrow? Can you control it? Ako, I worry only about today. If I do a good job today, and if I got, please God today, He will take care of my tomorrow. Do you want a good future? You know, by thinking about a good future, you will not go there. By being excelling, by being excellent today, your future will definitely be good. You know, as I end, let me just share with you what I realize. Some say that life is a race. Narinig na yan? And in a race, the victory goes to the swift. But now I say that life is not a race. Instead, it is a journey. Then meron akong importanteng na-realize from Matthew 11. Life is a journey. But it is not yours. It is the Lord's. Bakit? Sali lang tayo. We are invited. Sabi niya, you join, you take my yoke. Sama ka sa akin, I'll teach you what to do. Diba? It's not your journey. And so today, we are given a great privilege. No, si May and si, si Pastor L, nagpasalamat, mabuti na lang, nagpasalamat si May para humaba yung sharing, no? Kasi nawala na naman yung aking message. Diba? Nagpasalamat. And God's creating all of this to encourage us. Diba? Similia's journey is not Similia's. It is His. Sa alilang tayo. He is inviting us to join Him because He wants us to do things with Him. He does not want us to do things for Him. And this is what where I think many Christians fail. We're so excited about pleasing the Lord that we're willing to sacrifice so that we can do things for Him. But I need you to understand, God does not want to work through you. God wants to work with you. Alam mo, you just stay by my side. Lakad tayo together. So, napapagod, pati kisyado napapagod. Because everybody wants to do great things for Him. Ayaw niya yun. Gusto niya sabay kayo. So, take on the yoke that He has prepared for you. Why? Because it is easy. However, you should be willing to die to your plans so that he can, you can live out His plans. And it will be bigger than whatever you have imagined. You know, yesterday, let me just encourage you, most of you know, that we are praying for a new center sa Kabila. We don't have the money for that today. But many people have come trying to help us. One of the things we'd like to do is that the center will all be bamboo. Because we'd like to show the principle of Similia Now we should use whatever we have. So yesterday, we went to the Perines because meron silang bamboo treatment facility for construction. And they were telling us this story. Sabi nila, there's this group from, they learned from this person from Colombia who learned from another person in Colombia because Colombia is now uh, uh, one of the leaders in bamboo construction. And then the, this person learned from another person in Colombia who learned from whom? 
the Filipinos. Can you imagine? It's going full circle. Diba? And when I heard that, I got excited. You know, I will not do what the parents are doing. It's too expensive. However, they treat our the bamboo. We use them. Now we have an opportunity to be part of this revival. A revival that God is bringing back this bamboo technology to us. And then may sinabi sila. There's this French government who just visited Bukidnon, their facility. Sabi doon, we have the best bamboo in the world. It's just an ordinary bamboo, but the climate in Bukidnon is making it the best. Can you imagine? So I do not know where God is bringing us. However, it seems to be exciting. But the only responsibility we have is to take on our yoke today. Do not ask God where He's bringing us. Just take your yoke and do your best. You know, but before I close, you know, I'd like to answer the question. Is the world evil? I realize it is only evil because we made it so. When you reject the ways of the Lord and make your own, you create an evil world around you. Because you invite calamity. But God never made this world evil. He made it good. The people who reject His ways and do things, they do things according to what they want. They have made it an evil world. But is that world punishing the obedient? No. That world cannot touch the obedient. It only punishes those who are wicked. Those who have decided to take on their ways. So this world is not evil. And I guess we have an opportunity to change it. If we, are, if we just stay intimate with the Lord and obedient to Him. Let's pray.